not by might. It's not by power. But it's by your spirit alone. Holy Spirit, thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for that woman, for that man who has come online. He would have watched something else. He would have been so whatever, playing around with a, with a remote or whatever. But thank you that you brought him to where you are. We want to maximize every moment. The woman Mary maximized the, the time she had. We don't know how much time she had, but she maximized every moment. We want to maximize it. Go with me to the book of Luke. thank you for your word which is ever true we thank you for your word which is a working word we thank you for your word for we know that this word wherever you send it it, you, it will do exactly what you're sending it to do we thank you for what it's doing tonight <laughs> because it's a working word we thank you for when we open these pages we are not just looking at red and black but we are seeing you we thank you that every eye is going to see you tonight. We thank you for your breaking the bread tonight. And each and every one of us will get whatever she is able to, to have. We thank you for your word which is living. <laughs> You're speaking life tonight. I'm just a vessel. I'm weak without you. I'm empty. <laughs> I'm just a child. Speak through me. I'm just, I'm available. Holy Spirit, it's all about you. It's you. It's not about anybody else. I don't know nothing. You know me. You know me better than anybody else. You know me more than I know myself. I don't know anything. But the Bible calls you the, the all-knowing king. So the one who is all-knowing, come and take over. The revealer, the one who revealed Jesus to Simeon. Come and reveal Jesus tonight to us tonight. Ooh. Thank you for your presence in this place. The book of Luke chapter 7. We are reading from verse 36. It is that story that I failed to get out of. We are looking at the wordless worshiper. The wordless worshiper. This woman said nothing, absolutely nothing, yet she worshipped like, like none other. The Bible says, Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, when we hear the word behold, one woman of God said, whenever you hear the word of God, it's like he's telling you to pay attention, be alert. And behold, is like revealing a woman in the city who was a sinner. <laughs> when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, 
brought an alabaster, an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair with the hair of her head and she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil now when the pharisee who had invited him saw this he spoke to himself saying this man if he was he were a prophet would know who and what manner of woman this is this is who is touching him for she is a sinner i'm gonna just stop there for a minute we are at the pharisee's house i thought pharisees were religious leaders right I thought a religious leader would be the one welcoming a sinner. This was different. The Pharisee looked at the sinner and all, all he could call this woman was a sinner, a Pharisee. And uh, he, the, the Pharisee even had a problem. Like how could Jesus allow such a woman touch him? Jesus was teaching the Pharisee as a lesson. Jesus is such a practical teacher. Like he's so practical. Like he was like, <laughs> if you are a religious leader, you should be welcoming such people. These are the people you should be eating with because Jesus went in, ate with sinners, ate, went where lepers were, right? So he was teaching him a lesson. Even though she's a sinner, she, she's not going to hurt you. This sin is not like contagious. It's not like uh, um, COVID. That when you, you, she gets close to you, you will catch it. No, she's just a sinner. <laughs> she sneaked in. I don't know how she was dressed. I don't know what was in her mind. But she sneaked in uninvited. When she came in, she came purposefully. Is that English? I don't know. Anytime that I fail a word, ask my pastors. I have one pastor here. Ask Pastor Ed. Was that English? I don't know. Um, she came in with a purpose. She, she was not even concerned about, I can imagine, like when she came in, how they looked at her. You know when people have already named you? Like when you come to them, how they would look at you. What is she doing here? <laughs> Who is going to buy tonight? We are not in the buying business tonight, right? But she did not even care about what kind of eye they gave her. She did not care about whatever the, the Pharisees said. She came straight to Jesus. I am so glad that when this woman came, she went straight to Jesus. She did not go to Simon to ask for permission. Oh, can I talk to the master? She went straight to the master. Sometimes we go where Jesus is and we want to go through. There is no going through anymore. We go straight. And when she reached Jesus, she did what nobody else had done. 
Yes, they had invited him in. Yes, they gave him food. But nobody had washed his feet. Yet in, the, in, this, in their culture, washing feet was very important. Mostly when you, you invited in a, a guest, right? Nobody <laughs> had washed Jesus' feet. Sometimes we do things that seem so crazy according to human understanding or according to our, our brethren. It might sound, seem crazy. As long as you feel in your heart that is right, go ahead and do it. This woman, what she was doing, was not, it was okay to wash somebody's feet, but with your tears, kissing dusty feet, she went all the way. A sinner went all the way. I don't know how far you can go when it comes to worshiping Jesus. She was not bothered by time. She was not bothered by, by what people are saying. She was not bothered by, oh, who is next? Who is coming in next? It was her moment and she maximized it. How I pray that every moment that we have Jesus, we have Jesus among us, that we maximize the moment. She maximized it. She went solo. She didn't go for, the, for a hug or she didn't want to sit like, where, like wherever the Pharisees were sitting because she knew she wasn't worthy according to man's standard. But she went to the feet, <laughs> the dirtiest part of the body. I can imagine looking at her, kissing, like her, her, her tears falling down. They are leaving marks. Remember that the, the feet are dusty. So she's looking at the marks. And she goes, what else can I do? She gets her hair. I remember one of the ministers was ministering here and she said, uh, um, uh, uh, a woman's hair is her glory. She didn't care about all that. For some reason, I think she said, Whatever I can do for this man in this little time or whatever in this time, I will do. I'm going to be crazy. Can we ever become crazy worshippers? Can we ever become worshippers who don't even think about what my brother will say, what my neighbor will say? Scream if you want to scream. Run if you want to run. As Once you get to know that Jesus is right there, be you. She was who she was. Be you. There was no dignity here. Here what dignity can you give a sinner? No dignity here. She was like, I'm going to empty myself. She emptied herself that very moment. She came in as a sinner. I don't even know that she knew what she was doing. But she went ahead and did it anyways. She didn't care about all the negatives. Sometimes we come into worship. And I look at Becky when I'm dancing. I'm doing my dance. She doesn't know why I'm dancing. And I'm like, huh. forget Becky. When you come in, forget who is, who, who is around you, who is close to you. For, let, let us learn to be like extravagant or 
let us learn to be, to revere Jesus in a way. It doesn't matter whether you're screaming or you're jumping or you're clapping hands as in like they're going to bleed. Go ahead, do it. Who knows where Jesus has brought you from? This woman came as a sinner. Some of us came to Jesus as, hmm, we don't even want to visit that side. So when you jump, jump like there is no tomorrow. When you want to sing, sing like you're singing for him like it's your last day. This woman gave her everything, everything. As if the tears were not enough, as if the hair was not enough. And then she brings in the fragrant oil. She's anointing that feet. But she went ahead and did her craziness. <laughs> oh. After doing everything, after doing whatever she had to say, she to do. And the one thing that I love about her that, I, that really touches my heart. She was doing everything quietly. I believe these Pharisees were speaking all like openly. Like, what are you doing here? Like, maybe there are even more words that were not even written here that they were saying. She was a sinner. They knew her. But she did whatever she did quietly. Can we learn how to be quiet? Worshippers. Can we learn? Can we, can we ever learn to be the women and the men that Jesus will, will sit down and say, oh, my Becky has done a good thing. Why do you bother her? Oh, Brahim has done a good thing. Why do you bother him? <laughs> my son, you have done a good thing. Sometimes we are so much about what are people going to say? What would they think about me? Don't worry about what they are going to think. Don't worry about what they are going to say. Bow down and worship your Jesus. Sometimes where he got you from is not where he got Brahim. Maybe he found Brahim seated in class and he was, he, he was okay. But for me, where he found me, I have every reason to dance if I can dance. If I used to go to nightclubs and dance for the devil, I have every reason to dance for the man who came to that nightclub and stooped me out of there. If I used to serve the devil and served him with all my heart, I have every reason to serve Jesus. Even to come on a Wednesday when my body is saying sleep. Don't you think you're so tired? You haven't slept all day? You're working tonight? I have every reason to push myself and come. Because I know. I've gotten to know who my Jesus is. I've gotten to know. I know where he picked me from. I know. I know so well. I know how much he loved me. Because if it wasn't for love, no, he, would have come. he wouldn't have come where I was. 
Because if it wasn't for love, he wouldn't have accepted me for I was a sinner as you see Mary. Oh, this woman, the non-named woman. The other thing that I love about this story is Mary came a sinner with a label or if it was like something written, it was as if something was just written over her face. You're a sinner. That's what they call you. That's what the, 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 they call you in this city. You, we, that's how we know you. We don't even know more of you. Like, all we know about you is you are a sinner. But after doing what she did for Jesus, I'm not saying that the works we do are, are the ones that bring salvation to us. No. But she came to the, to, to, to the one who forgives sins. <laughs> and Jesus finished by saying, I think it's by your faith. I don't want to misquote the scripture. Uh, let us continue a little bit to, from verse 43 maybe to 45 and then we'll go in prayer. About 48. Simeon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? <laughs> do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water. I entered your house. You gave me no water. For Simon thought he had, or he had given Jesus what he wanted. No. I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with, her hair, with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss. Simple things. Maybe Simon had prepared this beautiful table for Jesus. Jesus wanted the simple ones. <laughs> you gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased <coughs> to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, I said to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. For she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. The last one, verse 50 says, and he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. She came in as a sinner. She came to the forgiver. She came to the right person. Can you imagine if she had gone to, to the Pharisee? She would have gone back the same. Same pain, same tears, same name, same everything. But when she walked in, she went straight to Jesus. She went to Jesus who loves us as we are. She, she went to Jesus who does not judge us. She went to Jesus who calls sinners but does not keep sinners. He calls fools but he does not keep fools. She went straight to, to Jesus.
to 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 the to the person that she was like she wanted to go to i love this woman i can't stop like i'm learning from her on like every every time i go back to this story there is something new that i'm picking out sometimes we go to worship jesus and we just want to worship him with our hands but she powered, she did everything. She, 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 she washed feet with her, with her the tears. She washed Jesus' feet with her hair. Like everything. Like she, she, was, she didn't reserve nothing. That's why sometimes I call her the extravagant worshiper. She was very extravagant when it came to Jesus. Sometimes... We pour our, our, our stuff on people who are not even going to appreciate whatever we are pouring onto them. Take whatever you have to Jesus. Clap those hands to Jesus like never before. He will appreciate them. Scream to Jesus like never before. He will appreciate. Amen. I'm going to stop here because we came to pray stop here. We came to pray. If you can, if you, you've been able to grab anything, I don't know, but this story, I cannot stop. I can't stop. I can't stop.